0: Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial
1: 713 322 Hurt. That's 713 322 Hurt. Or you can go to the website DaspitLaw.com.
2: No, 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 no. What's his name? Was the sack of turds again? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What's his name was the sack of turds again? No 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 no, What's his name was the sack of turds again? No 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 From the Veritex community Bank studios No 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 Sack of
3: turds no 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 Sack of turds It's John and Lance John and Lance Jump 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 John and Lance
2: When you languish in rooms are both morning, Dell, Lance not here this morning or tomorrow, he's uh Got some NFL network meetings going on, or so he says. And he will not be here, and Dell will be here. We got a major announcement. Dell actually came in this morning and said he was going to try to be a nice person over the next couple of days.
1: That's not true. Yeah, I I know. I I know it's not true. Lying seems like a bad way to start the show. Well, I know,
2: because there's no chance that you're going to try to be a nice person over the next couple of days here.
1: It's frankly, I feel like I'm being miscast. I, I don't try one way or the other. (laughs) To, to <laughs> you me. just are. I just am. And if you happen to say something that I find not stupid, I will, won't will respond. That, that's never next... happened, apparently. Well, that's on you, not on me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. No, stop, no, no, no. You're the one. Stop that's saying, judgmental. Stop right. saying stupid stuff. I think you'll find that people who don't say stupid stuff don't get a reaction from me that they would deem rude. But you say a lot of stupid things. Okay. And that causes a reaction. See, already, already. I
2: told you he was going to try to be a nice person. I I lied. Nah. I lied. Because he never tried to be a nice person, oh, I and am he'll be I with am. us I am here I am. for the next couple of days, right here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. RJ, of course, is running the ship in behind the glass. So here we go. How disappointing is it that there won't be a summer league parade for you?
1: Are we gonna pretend like we care? Is that what we're gonna do? Here? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I know there's there's like Rockets Twitter was going to. Sell, they sold themselves on possibly winning a championship, but I talked about this yesterday, filling in for Paul, who never works anymore, that if the Rockets don't care, why should I care? The Rockets t- told us Summer League didn't matter when they pulled all their best players except for Cam Whitmore, and I'm not saying they shouldn't have, but when you take out, well, Amon Thompson was hurt, Jabari, they yeah. saw, saw enough, and then t- Tari didn't play past a couple games. When they tell us that this doesn't really matter, why do I? Why should I pretend that it matters?
2: Yeah, no, 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 and it doesn't matter. I think we all know. You wanted to make sure that Jabari didn't get hurt, man. Jabari, Jabari makes second team all summer league and played two games. Yeah, and, and, and R.J. was a little bit offended by that. How is he second team? He should have been first team, but he only played two games.
1: And Cam, and Cam Eason got summer league MVP off the back of like his last three games. His first two weren't very good, but his first, <laughs> yeah. his, his last three when all the, well, all the best players from the Rockets left and let's say probably some of the best players from those other teams left. He became a first team as first teamer and also the summer league MVP, which is weird. Cause wouldn't you just wait for the championship game to determine that? So he's a summer league MVP. And then Ian Mobley of the Spurs wins Isaiah Mobley, excuse me of the, of the Cavs goes on and wins the championship game MVP. Why didn't you just wait? What's the point? Why'd you have to give him the look? Clearly, some league knows it doesn't matter either because generally you wait for the championship game to determine who's the MVP of something in these type of tournaments. But hey, congratulations to Cam Whitmore who did not play particularly well. And I only say that because I I see stats because... Like I said, my, yeah, my, I saw him make a layup. Well, he made a, a very difficult layup. Yes. Oh,
2: and while and the announcer said for on a quiet night, Cam Whitmore. That was a nice move, though.
1: Six of seventeen was that his? Were those? His yeah, final that was.
2: I guess that was. It. I. It's it's the summer league. No one cares. It, they, listen, it's a bunch of box lifters and influencers. That's what the, that that you're playing against. They're gonna be lifting boxes for Amazon in See, in, in looked, about a week. They all went the. College. Some of them graduating. You yeah, think they're all going to be working okay, for a how box many lift of the era? guys? How many Trevor Hudgens and, and Trevor Hudgens and I can't never name any of the other guys. Yeah, no. I mean, those guys aren't making the team.
1: Yeah, you're, you're already fifteen deep without any of those guys. Sure, but to say that they're going to transition in the box lifters, some of those guys went to school for maybe for a, de- a degree that maybe they'll go into, or maybe they'll well, go I to. I influencer too. That's not. Why do they have to be influencers? Well, be,
2: because they're famous now. They were are played they? in the Summer League, they're and they're, they're going to influence people. First of all... That's a great job. I, think, I wish I could be an influencer.
1: You are an influencer. No,
2: I'm not. You, you get people... I don't have the followers. Nobody's giving me money to tweet. You do have the followers.
1: Them. I don't you, have followers. How many followers do you have on Twitter? I have no idea. Yeah, you could. You could sell that and go, hey, I'm John Granato, long time so-and-so. You could be a golf I influencer. probably one... 2000th of Kim Kardashians. That's fine. That not That's not, not everyone. That's an influencer. Not everyone has that and they still find a way to make money. You, you, you I'm not monetized. I'm just going to I would have to care. Yeah, well, you don't You, know what I'm, you got over 20,000 Twitter followers. You could do an ad on Twitter. I don't want to do an yeah, ad. Yeah, th- there's a difference. You don't want to, but you could could like I don't That know. would take away from my golf. Well, you could schedule the post. Have one of your have one of your minions Didn't you mention post. Whistling Straits this morning? Yeah. Already? Isn't that where she you want to go? Yeah. You see that? They they actually allow you to promote it? So so they should be paying me and I actually paid for this shirt. Well, then they then you're not promoting anything. You No, are not. You know you're what? An, you're in you just got you just paid for a shirt like anybody else. Right. I just think Nate Hinton may show up in Europe in some place. Maybe he'll be on the Vipers. Who knows? Who? He's the he became a second best Player on the Rockets once all the other guys left.
2: Oh, 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 oh! Well, there was another guy that was also they, they were talking about that was pretty good. Starts with a D, I think, or something. If you say so. Yeah, I don't know, but I do know this is that we failed to win the that chip. Is- okay, and can now is Cam Whitmore a, 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 an utter failure so far because he was the league MVP and couldn't couldn't close with a chip. We are, we already got everybody our- says chip now. Yeah, I know. It's like, say, okay, that, and I listened to the show before. Well, Joel Embiid has to get his chip, and if he doesn't get a
1: chip, oh, you Jokic, he got his chip always, after two MVPs. I always thought it was something to do with, like, Alcoholics Anonymous, you get your chip.
2: Yeah, or you know or what, like, I couldn't get my truck on time because it didn't have any chips. Yeah. They didn't have any chips to make it.
1: I It's Cam Whitmore, a new James Harden, in the biggest moments. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he capitulated, he went six for he, 17 he, Elimination camp. He's, he's he's summer league James Harden. Is that what we call him? Until proven otherwise, <laughs> he can't he can't get us over the top. Because he can get there and end in the biggest game. What happens? He he fails. Think about it. He probably won't get a lot of minutes <laughs> this year, so he'll probably be in summer league again is, next year. So if this happens one more time, does he officially become summer league James? Is uh, you have to
2: put that on a poll, RJ? Is Cam Whitmore summer league James? Okay. He wins an MVP. He wins the MVP, and he doesn't win the chip. And it's bad in the championship round. How about James? Yeah, listen, I think James is going to have to. How about Joel Embiid? How about I feel bad for. No, nah, I don't. You don't feel bad. I don't feel bad at all for Daryl Morey. No. He, he put himself. himself in this position. He brought
1: this upon himself. He really
2: did. You know, got himself out of here. When, when. He 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 looked and went, "Holy crap! Look what's on the horizon for this Rockets team." I'm out of here. I got to get out of here. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna retire. Two weeks later, he's named general manager. Oh no, he's not the general. Uh, uh, Brand. Elton Brand's the GM, right? What's Daryl Morey? He's kid. the president of the uh, president of basketball operations, I believe. Anyway, um, or he was. If Elton Brand is still even there, no one no
1: one ever talked no one mentioned him ever daryl moore is considered the president of
2: the sixers of the sixers right and what's ted brown then is he there yeah ted brown is there he's there and he's in new jersey with the uh the devils as well he runs both of those organizations so um anyway yeah chief executive officer okay see
1: Oh, oh how about that he's the ceo yes how about that that's not. That's not bad. The entire Harris your sports entertainment. Right. Right.
2: He runs the Devils hand. the. So uh, how does last night's loss tarnish Cam Whitmore's legacy? It's a question that needs to be asked. <laughs> it is Cam Whitmore? Hey, I do. I will say this: while he's playing against a bunch of plumbers, uh, he looked good. Cam Whitmore looked good, and Cam Whitmore has a chance. And he's already got an MVP in his pocket. Okay. Stop it. So. Cam Whitmore has a chance. An unwarranted MVP. The Plumbers MVP. He's, he got the Plumbers MVP. Uh, either that. I like the box
1: lifters and influencers. Well, I know. You, you, you love that. I, the C- BL and I. It's it's the best of the two options. He could have either been really bad or he could have been good. And he was good at the in the back half of Summer League. I don't know how much it matters other than we know he's not terrible. At least against this level of competition. The Cam Whitmore thing, I heard you guys talk about this last week about what what he might provide. I don't know how he gets on the floor if Udoka, Udoka doesn't trust him to play defense, which is, I think will be the calling card for any young player for him, besides the ones that are already starting for them, like, like Jalen Green and Jabari, and Tari's got his place as well. Can Cam Whitmore prove that he's not an absolute liability on defense? And I think that's his quickest way onto the floor, because sure, the Rockets don't sh- well, at least previously, didn't shoot the ball well. I and mean, Fred Van Fleet's not exactly a shooter. Neither. neither is Dylan Brooks. Spend a lot of money on guys who don't shoot. So that's not exactly how the current NBA world works, but that's the way they've chosen, I guess, to build toughness and, and establish a certain identity. But Cam Whitmore's going to have to find a way to prove that he can play Santa floor on the defensive end. And then all the other stuff, all his attributes that we see offensively will be something the Rockets can lean on. But I don't know if Udoko will be like, yeah, rookie come in and I don't well I hope not I hope
2: I hope he's not going to I think Cam Whitmore is going to make a bigger impact in his rookie year than Amen is because Amen's sitting behind Fred Van Vliet how much are you going to be able to play those two guys on the floor at the same time Van Vliet's not listen Cam Whitmore has something that a lot of guys on the Rockets don't have the ability to shoot well unless Jabari better take a big step up Jalen better take a big step up Van Vliet, we know what he is from three. Uh, Jill, Dylan Brooks is terrible from three. Alpern says he's shooting more threes this year and, want, and and wants to be better at it. And he's a twenty seven percent shooter. The the Cam Whitmore, there's a the chance if uh, ever, if if everybody else is failing
1: miserably or you know just their average selves, that Cam Whitmore's got to be on the floor in college he was just over 34% didn't exactly shoot the ball well from 3 in this in his summer league so he's going to have to prove that that is what he, what he what he can do because he was let's say an average to, to below average three point shooter in college some of that might might have been about shot selection we'll see and he wasn't great in the summer league so if he can prove that he's capable of that right. great but he has to show that and i know that's his tag i think Alfred Sangoon said he's a good shooter i have yet to see a lot of evidence of that so far Throughout his one year at Villanova and the five or six games he played with the Rockets, but there's plenty of time for him to, to show that his uh, shooting stroke is a little bit more consistent. And he won't get as many opportunities as far as volume is concerned. He'll he'll be a guy who probably will have to rely if he's playing on guys creating for him, and maybe that'll lead to a better open looks. So we'll see. Um, I don't. I just think when you talk about the wing position for the Rockets, whether it be you consider Jabari a three four, Dylan Brooks, and Tara Eason, I'm not sure there is a runway for Cam Whitmore to get time unless he becomes someone who can consistently knock down a shot.
2: Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see if he's going to be able to uh, – he better. If he doesn't, then he is uh, – he's going to be sitting for a while. But, but I mean, with the makeup of this roster, you're not going to get many threes. There's not a lot of shooting. And Alman better be pra- – and he can't practice because of his ankle – So, I don't know. I don't know how much shooting he's doing. If I was him, I'd be be doing a hell of a lot. But um, 713-780-3776 is the number. If you would like to get in here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, you are more than welcome. We're just getting it started here on the show. I'm talking about my man, Doc Linville, right now. Doc Linville is awesome. uh, Every morning wake up, got to run the... Brush through the hair and and I appreciate that as opposed to before when I look and go oh my goodness this is terrible this is awful to look at I had a, I was mangy I don't know about you but I had a bunch of spots and Doc filled in a lot of the spots in the front and and then did uh, as best he could in the back because it took a lot because I had a giant nine iron divot but I love what he has done for me and he is going to do for you he's done it for himself he's a not only the president. Of, of of his hair company but he's also a client and you see that quite a bit and here's the deal is it's so much better than the other processes i'm, I'm not even joking the neografting is wonderful the neografting is 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 spectacular in that there's a lot less pain the anesthetic it lasts three days long there is a, a lot better results than there were before not the cutting that it used to be it's just so much different so much better you are looking at a much better process than getting it done and the results are fantastic and if it's not that if you don't if you don't need the neografting he can do the prp as well which will generate stimulate growth of your own hair so if you're looking for a great way to get more hair right now it's the only way to go 975 hair.com 975 hair.com
3: ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Watch out for that foot bone.
1: I would like to rear up and jackknife my legs and kick you both in the jaw with my foot bone. They can come closer than close. Yeah. Original they never will be. We bump it from coast to coast. Yeah, yeah. We just trying to make you see. Nobody does it
3: better. I'm sitting here Live sitting from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes.
2: All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 713-780-3776. 7, 7, 7, 7, Dallas in studio. Lance not here. SEC. SEC
1: media days. You like them? only MVP. for I don't care f- for a lot of it but if you can pick and choose certain quotes I'm not locked in but RJ's done his jo- a job of getting sound but I'm not going to watch these things I don't I don't particularly care what coaches say when even after games I'm not going to I don't care about how they preview their seasons
2: no Okay, but there are last year there were storylines. One was Whoa. Jimbo versus, versus Sabin.
1: Yeah, if there's something going in that right. I
2: can be. Sold what are on? the storylines this year for you for the SEC? Well, the one we talked about during the break,
1: Petrino versus Fisher. I know that. They... Well, it's not <laughs> versus. We... Well, isn't it?
2: Isn't it Petrino <laughs> not... versus Fisher? It was Patrino. Ver... It was Fisher versus Sabin last year. Yes, it's not. They're not supposed about... to be versus. How about Jimbo versus his ego? Well, that that's a that's a big question. Um, Jimbo did answer one. I'm working with uh, offensive coordinator Bobby. Listen, he wouldn't answer whether or not they were going to. Bobby Petrino was calling the plays. I'm not getting into that. I'm not telling this stuff. He was he wouldn't answer whether or not uh, Bobby Petrino would be. It would be his offense, for wide offense, or it was going to. Hey, we do there's certain ways that we do things here. Okay, let me ask you a question. Do
1: you see this as a as a decent marriage? These two together. I feel like it's an arranged marriage. I feel like I feel like uh, Jimbo. But sometimes
2: those arranged
1: marriages out. end uh, out. Oh, I feel out. like Jimbo and Bobby were our, our immigrant children, and the boosters at A and M are their parents. Mm-hmm. And they decided that hey, this is what's best for everyone. Jimbo, you don't know what's good for you anymore. How much or, of a dowry did they get? Well, I think I think Jimbo's the one who has the I think Bobby's the one who had the dowry and Jimbo yeah, had right. to pay it. Right. Yeah. He had to he had to
2: pay it. He did actually because he was going to be offensive coordinator in Las Vegas. Right? And instead he went and, and took that job and then said, oh, wait a minute, I can pay a yeah. dowry over
1: here and get to A M. And we know A and M can pay that dowry. That was never gonna be in question. Right. It could work out or or Jimbo. Who probably would rather be married to someone else, namely his own system. Right. May try to torpedo this thing.
2: He wanted to be wi- uh, married to someone who would be subservient mm-hmm. and just listen to everything he
1: said. And that's what he was sold. Or at least that's what he convinced himself was going to happen. And instead, you've got this independent coordinator who thinks he right. knows best. Right. He had somewhat a strong-minded wife. Yeah. And- Who's not just going to sit there and <laughs> listen to him and right. and, and, be- and believe everything he said. So. Right. There may be issues. I think the the problem is the people in charge. You know, the parents, even his own parents, have sided with the the new the new the, wife, right? The wife. So he's going to have to figure it, it out himself, right? Well, here
2: is Bobby. Uh, here is Jimbo talking about working with Bobby
0: Petrino. We feel very comfortable what we're doing, how we're doing it. I mean, we're not going to get into scheme the schematics. I'm not going to sit there and tell you what we're going to do. Uh, but at the same time, say people don't realize he and I were friends a long time ago. We, we've, we've had a great admiration for each other and what we've done and how we've done things. And he studied us. We studied him. Things that go back and forth over years. And he's a proven guy who's proven a lot of things as a quarterback coach, as a play caller, as an offensive guy. And very pleased and had great continuity of staff. The meetings and the staff member have been tremendous. And he's been a very good recruiter. So do you think they used to ride motorcycles
1: together? That generally doesn't work out for Mr. Petrino. I'm going to hope not. He's not very good at it. Well, he may he may have just had a one one bad time. Look, we can, I can't judge him on that one instance. As, as, yeah. as far as how he rides a motorcycle. Now yeah. his decision making, as far as his off the field stuff, I can judge poor, very poor. <laughs> but but the other stuff, he may be he may be great on 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 a bike. You know, but that
2: was a while ago. He's changed. You know, Sark. He had his issues off the field, made poor decisions, and now look—they're national champions already. In what recruiting? Well, no, well, they yeah, they are winning national championships in recruiting, and a lot of people have them already in the in the playoffs. Based this on year. what? Based on talent, their talent.
1: Not based on Sark never losing less than four games in a season.
2: Yeah, yeah, that ha- that doesn't
1: it. come up. That doesn't come up. That, that hasn't come up this offseason. Look, we know you've never done anything like this before. But we're going to insert you in the conversation, despite you never reaching these levels, right. huh? A program that a program that always disappoints and a coach who's who's underserved when he when he's had expectations doesn't seem like a great way to start off your theory that they're going to make a national title game. Well, the that, okay, playoff.
2: Well, well, okay, then you talk to the media and try to convince them otherwise. But hmm. as far as I'm concerned, the media and the media is always right at media days of whenever course. they vote on who's going to win the title. Everybody had TCU winning. The the Big 12 last year. Well, yeah.
1: Well, they didn't even win the Big 12.
2: That's right. Kansas State (laughs) won the Big 12. Everyone
1: had TCU losing the Big 12 title (laughs) game and still making the national title game.
2: Right. No, everybody had that. Um, Apparently, McKinley Jackson, the defensive lineman for the Aggies, Jimbo didn't, apparently he didn't uh, follow the script there because McKinley Jackson says, wow, is this offense different? And it's moving at a pretty fast pace under Bobby Petrino.
3: I got scared when you see an offense. I got scared for my defense when I'm we playing the offense. <laughs> but I feel like those guys are more confident, more efficient, moving at a faster pace than ever before. You know, but the office is gonna be easy for them to understand. But more complex for defenses because it's so much going on and we wanna wear some put some numbers on the board this year. So, what well, was it about it then? you said-
1: So what cons- what is considered more or at least at a faster pace than ever before, getting a playoff with, with ten seconds left on the play clock right. is that because that will be faster than ever before, Jimbo yeah. not flipping through all his plays and barely getting the playoff.
2: That, you're right. They were, Jimbo's off. If Jimbo, Jimbo does have to stay out of this thing, doesn't he? This year, I mean, he for he his own good has to
1: probably for the team's own good because you know the people who who got this thing done, despite the fact that he and as he told us, he and Bobby Petrino have been longtime friends. The people who got this done want this to be Bobby Petrino's offense, and you know jimbo has got a lot, got got a large buyout, but there's still a lot of money flowing into College Station. And if he continues to be what they consider a disruptive force to an efficient offense, there's going to be another conversation, and probably one that was a, a probably one that's less kind than the one they had when they said, Hey, we're gonna bring Bobby in. And I'm not sure how many times they can, they'll they'll suffer through if Jimbo interferes. I don't, I'm not saying he will, but if he does, there'll be there'll be more conversations and whatever hot seat talk needs to happen at College Station.
2: Does Ross Bjork have enough ability during the season? Like 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 I d I, I do don't, don't know. It must be true. Because David Cohn said on the broadcast that it was because of Jim Crane that Martín Maldonado was starting started every game last year and throughout the playoffs, and probably has some kind of influence. Is it Dusty or is it Jim Crane or can somebody go down there and say you need to start playing Yiner uh, uh, every day? And will Ross Bjork be able to go
1: down there and say to Jimbo, Jimbo? Leave him alone. Let him call his offense. I think if the money says he can do it, then he can do it. Because despite being an AD of one of the of a giant program, money always talks. And if the money says we, we got you, Ross, and the money will know. Let Jimbo Jimbo Fisher know. No, we're backing. If Ross says get out of the way, we're backing him. That's I think that's kind of what college athletics is. Sure, you want a competent AD to get deals done. You want to ha- you want to be in the best position when conference realignment happens, but all that all that that not minutia, but the the micro stuff when it comes to the stuff we don't see, that's about what the money says. And if the money's back in Ross Bjork, then he'll have all the power he wants. And if they if they don't back him, then no, they well, won't. The yeah. is, Turn your mic. The question is is
2: how where is Jimbo as far as the money goes? Where is is Jimbo on the hot
0: seat? Here's Jimbo talking about his job status. Okay, I'm not about that. I don't worry about but losing my job. Give you a, does that help I worry about not you? doing a good job for our players and our fans and the people on our support staff who count on us every day to keep a job. That's, that's what motivates me and drives me. I don't, I'm not worried about myself. I don't, I don't, I've never worried about myself, whether I had a one-year contract or a ten-year contract. I'm worried about the people who work unders, the players having a great experience in winning, and our fans getting a great program, which they deserve, and, and the alumni base and all that stuff. That, that's what I worry about. The rest of that stuff, you, you, can't, you don't control that. I can control the other. Does it? Do you do you do you worry about how it affects those who are close to you, though? Yeah, but they understand that they, that. they hear it. They understand it when they go in. The, okay. They gonna listen to it. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> that's that's the, that's the world we live in. That's that's what we live in. I mean, that's <laughs> that's our world, and you know that when you get in this business each and every day. And, and you want to change it? Go in.
2: Let me ask you a question.
0: If you were guaranteed another eighty-five million,
2: would you worry about your job st- status? That was what was running through my head. I don't think he's that worried because the, <laughs> mo- the, would you be the money worried?
1: comes. Hey, they fire me. The mo- he can't say if they fire if me. Go ahead, they fire me. I get my money. He's not going to say that. Right. But he, there's there's not a lot of worry. I mean, sure, you right. want to be successful. That all the pressure I think for J- Jimbo Fisher is internal at this point because if you fire him, what's what's the worst that c- could happen? He'll you'll pay him. He'll probably just go be an analyst for Saban, and then if he wants another job, he'll get another job. That's actually maybe he won't be an analyst for saving that. That might be off the table at this point, considering their their back. Why does forward. he have to be an analyst for because anything? Go buy your go buy one of the islands on Key some, West.
2: The, the, you know, go buy,
1: go buy an island. What coach do you know outside of like O'Geron? Who's like, sure, I'm glad not to be doing this anymore. No, O'Geron even put his name in the half for Northwestern. This is what I'm saying. They all. This is what I'm saying. They. Even Ogeron who, doesn't have Jimbo bleep, bleep, bleep you money. He has bleep you money. He's got. Bleep, not, he doesn't have Jimbo. No, money, not but Jimbo. He's got bleep you money. Yeah, and all the all of those guys do who coach at that level. <laughs> I don't know why does Ed Ogeron know how how we talk about culture shock? How bit how big of a culture shock it would be for him to go coach in Northwestern oh, if he, he got that no, job? He can't do that. <laughs> Chicago would does be he like. What
2: the hell did he just say? Does he understand? Oh, yeah. We academic requirements. You, <laughs> You gotta go to you gotta come to Northwestern because we we got the best combo, No, no. You know, there's no gumbo in Chicago. You come for the roast beef, the beef sandwich, the portillas, You could go to no. You don't. Ed Orsman can't work in
1: Chicago. They would not No one would
2: understand him.
1: I just don't think he knows what what Northwestern compliance is compared to LSU compliance. Well, that too. I think I think it'd be a different level of you know, of oversight.
2: Oh. The players that he would have to recruit for Northwestern the, versus LSU?
1: Yeah, that too. Oh, my goodness. So, Coach, what— It's night and day. What do you know about the mechanical engineering program, Coach? <laughs> what, what, what? what? What is that? What kind of question is <laughs>
2: Uh I just think Jimbo's just got, like— hey, listen, and Jimbo could, be, could tell Bobby Petrino— Hey, I don't care. I'm, I'm gonna do. We're gonna do it my way, and and I don't care if I we can fire or whatever. But I ain't giving over all my. And he needs to. My goodness. I mean, I, I, listen. I think Jimbo did a great job. He was a top. He's got a top five finish. But his offense has got to go away. It's been so stagnant and stayed and boring and and just unproductive. He's got to let Bobby try. If. I can can Jimbo. You're, you're right. I think it's the ego thing. Can Jimbo put aside and let Bobby Petrino? This is a this is a Ditka Buddy Ryan situation. I mean, remember they carried Buddy off and Ditka with uh, off on his shoulders on their shoulders, and 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 Ditka wanted no part of it. He I, I, is Jimbo going to be able if if there is success
1: to share the credit with Bobby Petrino? Jimbo Fisher's like a starting quarterback who got hurt and the backup goes in and you're like, okay, I don't want the team to, to lose, but I don't want you to do too well. Because if the offense explodes and all of a sudden the Aggies are are a top five team and people are pointing to the offense, everyone's going to, wow, look at, look, look at what Bobby Petrino's done to inject, yeah. inject life into the program. Petrino. Yeah, you know. All Bobby Petrino. And Jimbo's identity has been as a play caller for his entire career. It's about offense and right. and, and what he's done with quarterbacks in the past and and you know if it becomes the Bob Petrino show, that's a bit of his identity. What Why about after
2: the Alabama game? That the only thing anybody at Texas talked about was Gary Patterson. Remember after they they, they stymied Alabama's offense and almost won the game. Uh-huh. Oh, but Gary, but well, Gary Patterson—he was a consultant.
1: The mean, defensive coordinator was, was like, a, hey, well, "Hey, hey, so, what about me? That guy just got fired. What are you doing? <laughs> I—I've I, been working on these guys." F- yeah, it's how it is. It's the new face, and if something mm. great happens, then we're going we're gonna to attribute it to the new face. And I don't know if a world where Bobby Petrino is the reason the Aggies have turned the program around is something Jimbo wants to
2: face. No, and listen, they can't turn it around with Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino's a hell of a coach. Hell of an offensive coach. Great guy, too. Great guy. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's going to try to steal your girl. I think
1: that's at the top. People say great guy, then offensive coach. <laughs> I think you reverse how people talk about him. No one's ever said that ever.
2: Okay, time to uh, talk about HR and P. All right. It, is it an HR violation to, I don't know. I don't want to get into Bobby Petrino and what happened. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this. If you've got people who are, you know, issues at work, like 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 Dell. I'm sure he's been into the oh, HR office. That's, a few not, times. that's not true. I, who knows? I mean, no one. No one can tell right now. But here's the deal: is you don't know, De- Dell. You don't know if they were. No, ever- I do know.
1: <laughs> I would either be in the office or not. I do know.
2: Okay, we we don't know. So here's the deal: is you could have a problem employee like Dell. And, and all of a sudden you need HR help. Yes, you need HR help, and HRP is here for you. HR&P is off awesome. Okay, what they will do is they'll come to your business and they're going to break it down. They're going to look at all aspects of your business and they're going to give you the best customized plan for your business. Not every business is the same. You got five thousand employees. It's different than five hundred employees. It's much different as far as payroll goes. So your business is going to be different. Now, if you're with a payroll company that hasn't grown with you, if your business is growing and your payroll company's like, no, nah, this is this is the rate. Well, wait a minute. No, that shouldn't be the rate. Our business is growing. When you buy in bu- in bulk, you should get a better price. So we did, and we went with HR&P because the other company that we had was not working with us, was not growing with us. So here's the deal. Get a customized plan exactly for what you need with your hr and payroll, and then get to pick all the other benefits packages because the other admin places, and they – they thrust their benefits packages upon you, and that's where they make a bunch of money. That's not happening. HRP.net. 281-880-6525 or HRP.net.
3: ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, the best sports radio station in Houston. I've got to prove that I'm the best, and I'm racing no matter what you tell
0: me.
1: Huh? Uh. Paris SBs make these catch seizures. Foam game in on Irish Springs and leave a- Ha, I'm more cleaver, clever Weather weather, nobody doing the better ha, Now back
3: better. to two guys who would by now be recognized as common-law married in at least eight states John and Lance from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5
2: Yesterday was the uh, day that you got to reach <coughs> a long-term deal with a franchise player And a couple of guys did not and there's still a couple of guys out there, as a matter of fact. Um, so, that's uh, my. So Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor quote tweeted Matt Miller. Matt Miller said this: "Been saying it for years. One, draft a running back. Two, play the running back if he's good. Three, franchise franchise tag the running back one time, and then one." draft a running back. It seems to be the way that they're going about this thing. Um you've got Ezekiel Elliott and Dalvin Cook still out there. Nobody has grabbed those guys. Unbe- unbelievable. Saquon is probably going to hold out, right? He is not going to be there for the for the start of the season. He says he's going to be he will be um sitting the first week, Josh Jacobs didn't sign his deal either. So he's out there and holding out. It'll be interesting to see. This is the way, I mean, of all of the players. And, you know, listen, it's $10.5 that you signed the franchise tag for. I feel bad for the guys. But is he, uh, uh, Austin Eckler went and looked at wide backup wide receivers who were making more money than him, and he's right. He's right. The thing about second contracts for running backs is though, they never work out. Rare, like ever work out. Rarely work out, let's say. But the the majority of second contracts are are just bad deals for the organization. Maybe they should front load them if they're going to give them a second deal. Um here is what here is NFL executives have been ranking uh through jeremy fowler nfl executives and scouts uh coaches have been ranking uh, all the different positions the texans surprisingly have one guy on the list is it a,
1: in a place that's not embarrassing um well it's never embarrassing to be one of the best in the league at your position that's what i'm trying to figure out because normally when the texans are on the list it's like 29
2: through 32. Oh, no, 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 no. It's only top 10 at each each position. They got a couple of guys who were others receiving votes, but they have one guy on a top 10 list. That's pretty easy. Laramie Tunsil. Yes, he should be. Second.
1: Yeah, really high on that top 10 list. Yeah. Um, Running backs. They got Nick Chubb first. You have an issue with that? Who do you think would be above him?
2: Uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey. I
1: mean... The
2: injury issue. But but Chubb's been hurt too. I mean, what uh, Chubb has missed some time through in his career. Christian McCaffrey has missed, missed a bunch of time. If you could, which one would you I guess I'd I don't know which one I'd want. Christian McCaffrey's missed a lot of times.
1: Yeah, and they're two different guys. What offense are you running? Are you running something where you want to hand the ball off 25, 30 times a game? I'd probably take Chubb. If you're, yeah. if you're well, San Francisco and you have the ability to use Christian McCaffrey in multiple ways, then I'd take, I'd take McCaffrey, even injuries considered, just because they, they wouldn't wear him out. they use him in so many ways. But I'd probably take Chubb. I mean, if I'm if I want a bell cow, but how many years would I get out of him, like? Well, we'll see how long Nick Chubb lasts. But I like versatility, honestly. I think my if I was leaning on my quarterback and like most teams do, I I probably want McCaffrey now that I'm reversing my opinion, but if I had a if I had a quarterback who I didn't trust very much, I probably like Chubb more just cuz I I think I can hand turn around and hand him the ball 25 30 times a game. Um
2: fantasy-wise, it would probably be McCaffrey, although you can't Can't count on him. He does score a lot of points because he catches so many balls and you get, if it's a PPR league. Um, Josh Jacobs, they have third. Saquon Barkley, they have fourth. Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, who doesn't even have a team, Tony Pollard, and then Austin Eckler. Uh, Damian Pierce finished in an honorable mention. Uh, along with a bunch of other guys, Aaron Jones, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne, Kenneth Walker. Um, I I disagree. Well, it's it's off the Jonathan Taylor had himself a poor year last year. I don't think we give Derrick Henry near enough credit. Here's a guy who's got a cent- second contract that is just continues. He is the he's one of the exceptions to the rule. Yeah,
1: he is a beast. Twenty nine years old. Still went for over fifteen hundred yards last year. Did he get like six hundred against the Texans? Did that happen again last year? Uh, or, or no? Did he kind of did he kind of calm down? I think. Well,
2: not in the first game. You remember Malik Willis didn't? He threw one pass in the second half, or was that the second game? He threw one pass in the second half, and and they yeah, it was the second game because the first game yeah they came back and tied, and in the second oh no, no what am I talking about Tennessee. Um, had, Tennessee, in in, in in Houston, Malik Willis threw one pass in the second half.
1: He had 219 in a win in Houston. That was the first game. The first game, yeah. And then he had 126 in the loss. 126. It's embarrassing, it that is, performance by it, him. 126. I, I mean. On talk, 23 carries. Talk about. Trash.
2: Yeah, talk about um, a guy who, uh, uh, that that just kills the organization. Um Who's the, the wide receiver for the Colts? So TY um, T. Y. Hilton. T. Y. Hilton. T. Y. Hilton destroyed them. I mean, Derek, Derrick Henry is the all time nemesis at running back. There's no question. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton receiver. If we're making
1: a list, you yeah. you go is it's Peyton the quarterback? Yeah, Peyton beat him for how many years? Yeah, T. Y. the receiver and, and Derrick Henry Derek, is the running back. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. no. And all,
1: if we're talking the all time with of Texan killers, it'd be those two. And then Bill O'Brien would be the head coach. And general manager, <laughs> yeah, actually more general no, manager than more head coach. general manager. And then David Cully, Cully would be Cully the head, coach. Be the head coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bill
2: O'Brien would be the general manager for people who kill the <laughs> yeah. organization. Yeah, yeah.
1: all time <laughs> Texans killer. Two of them would be guys they employed. <laughs> no question about that.
2: Uh, Tony Pollard signed his his uh, franchise tag. Tony Pollard, it's like. I got a chance here to do something. I'm not gonna mess I'm yeah. not gonna
1: mess around, hold out. And I, I got a chance. I'm getting plus I'm getting ten and a half million. It's coming off a broken leg too. Yeah. So get get a big look, I don't know how many paydays Tony Pollard has in him or he's gonna get, but take a big one year balloon payment at least and see what happens after that.
2: Last year he was unranked on this list. This year he is a a top ten guy. Uh Alvin Kamara despite all of its problems is on the ten, top 10 list. Jonathan Taylor needs a, a bounce back, but I don't, I think the Colts are going to be a real uh, uh, I think the Colts are the worst team in this division. I think that
1: if they play especially if they play Anthony Richardson, that feels like a spot where he won't start because once you start him, pulling him is going to be a problem. So he he won't start the season as a starter. And then 6 7 games in we play him where we can we can get a 10-game stretch them, but I think he'll be bad enough where they're they're gonna be calls to pull him if he starts from from week one. I
2: think he is gonna be starting week one. I think the owner said so, said as much that the that you gotta play you gotta play the guy, and then I think he's gonna just be Justin Fields drop back Whoa. and run and yeah, just that
1: could happen. But did Justin Fields even start right away? Did they uh, that...
2: No, I don't. Well, did... well I know they it? named Andy Dalton QB one and like
1: pre in training camp or something. But did Justin Fields start all seventeen? I he... don't because. If he's Justin Fields, there are going to be calls to say, "Hey, this guy can't complete a pass. Why is he still playing right now?"
2: Because he can run for for twelve or thirteen hundred. I, oh, I
1: know, I know why you would do it, yeah. but we saw Justin Fields did did that, and how many ba- games and, and, and did the Bears, the Bears were, were picking first? Yeah, so fine, run for all the yards <laughs> you want, but if you can't complete a pass,
2: you are well, lose a lot of games. But here is, do you after you just took Richardson fourth, you end up with the first pick?
1: Well, then you draft Caleb Williams, and you and you. Make him a tight end. I don't know. They won't make him a tight end, but they'd have. If you look, we know what happened to Josh Rosen's value after he was drafted, and they and they replaced him immediately. That wasn't immediately. fourth overall, though. Understood. It was. It was. I think top ten. I don't remember. And I I get it because it's a different thing when he's a top five pick. But if he's awful and you play him, let's say he plays fifteen games or however many he plays, and he's terrible, you tell me they're going to pass on Caleb Williams. Yeah, no. yeah.
2: you can't pass. No, on Caleb.
1: no, but you could also get a big haul for him. For Caleb, for Caleb Williams, but if if Josh if he, Josh Richardson thinking about the Heat, if Anthony Richardson is terrible, you yeah. don't pass on Caleb Williams because you made a mistake. Now it might cost someone his job. And what's
2: what's Anthony Richardson's value after? Well, what after, was
1: Josh, That's what I'm saying. What was Josh Rosen's value? It was well, the Dolphins still gave too much for him, but still, we saw what happened to his career. If if it comes down to it, I know we're we're, uh, we're uh, dream casting a Colts nightmare here. But right. if but if it happens, well, you're, not, you're not gonna you're not gonna pass on Caleb Williams just because you drafted Anthony. Well, Richardson. listen, they
2: could be second and take Drake May. They, and Drake May is sitting there. I mean, there's all kinds. I mean, there's, this is a and typical Texans. They give away their first pick when there's going to be it in a great quarterback draft.
1: Can we do the whole let him cook thing here? Do what? Let let me cook. Okay.
2: Do hey, do you want to let Dell cook? Let's let him cook on the other side because we got to break it here. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven. If you want to cook, it's today. Cook. I don't know. even know what day it is. No, it's what Wednesday. The- we okay, then, then I'll do it tomorrow. Tuesday, we don't do anything, right? No, we we, we don't do anything on Tuesday. Yeah, we easy. decided not to work on Tuesday. Then I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. I got thoughts on a certain quarterback you mentioned. Overrated. Okay. All right. We'll do that on the other side. But right no. now, we're going to take a break. 713-780-3776 if you want to get in.
3: ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. I don't get it. There are things in this world that we will never fully understand. Understand. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's
2: John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. It's, it's, it's Tuesday. We usually cook on Wednesday, but Dell don't care about the rules. He's a, he's a rebel. He just doesn't care. He wants to cook this morning. Now, mention mentioned somebody that that s- kind of
1: set you off just a little bit. Why is that? Why do, you, why do you have a hatred for people? I watch a lot of ACC football because I'm cursed with being a Miami Hurricane fan. And so, just I focus on that conference. And Drake May is the most overrated prospect in the country right now. I've heard it throughout since the end of the year. He he's got it. He's he's Walmart brand Drew Lock. When I look Walmart at him, Walmart Drew Lock. When I look at he doesn't. I say that because he doesn't even have Drew Locke's arm. Drew Locke, Drew Locke had a plus arm. Drake May has a pop gun arm. And you're, if you look at his highlights, you do not see you do not see throws across the field. It's all seam routes and bubble screens. He's he's a little bit more athletic. Then you might imagine because he's a 6'4 white guy. So people, oh, look how athletic he is. He's not that athletic. We're going to see that when he makes the NFL. He's a guy who, who beat up on bad ACC defenses and the likes of Georgia State. And those are where all those numbers come from. I don't like guys who play worse as the competition grows. Against Clemson to end the year in the ACC title game, 26 out of 42 with two picks. Against Oregon, he did throw three touchdowns when he was 18-35 in their loss to Oregon. He is overrated. And people will see that that that's a guy who's who will continue to beat up on AC defenses. And look, I remember Sam Howell. Sam Howell at one point early in the process. It's not Sam Howell. Sam Howell played You're being disrespectful. Sam Howell early in the process. Sam Howell was a draft pick and started games. Sam Howell early in the process was. Is Sam Howell going to be a top-ten pick or top-five pick? And then start the- yeah, but his height. He- yeah, I, I understand, yeah. but they looked at Baker Mayfield and saw Baker Mayfield was, sh- was short, so they said Sam Howell might be the next guy. Drake May will be fine. He, he's a good player. He's not some generational talent. I'm looking at – I have not seen one, one of those wow throws that people get wowed about. Look, I think it's the Joe Burrow effect because Joe Burrow, I know – your love for him. But in college, people would look at Joe Burrow and go, okay, the arm's not big, but he's a smart processor, and they saw what Joe Burrow's become. I think some people are leaning on that. Drake Mays not Joe Burrow. He's not beating up on the best of the best. Overrated. Stop it. That, man's a, that man, by the end of the draft process, will be in the low 20s. He's not a top five pick. Beat it. I
2: said let him cook.
1: All right. Now I'm going to cook.
2: I'm going to tell you who the second quarterback taken is. You ready? Yeah, Jalen Daniels.
1: So you agree with me, Drake what? May's overrated.
2: Drake, I do no, I'm saying that Jalen Daniels is underrated. I think Drake May will still be a high draft pick. Stupidly. I think. I think. I you're twenty. You better get
1: twenty. You better. You better, get, you better, be, you better get Blaine Gabbert out of my face. I'm gonna. I'm gonna.
2: <laughs> he's not playing. Why not?
1: Happy feet. Gabbert. Look at Drake May.
2: Happy feet. Watch Cabber. him in the pocket. No. Jalen Daniels, you know what he did last year? Jalen Daniels was a beast. He, had, he, was, he threw for six, uh, 2,000 yards on 230 attempts, 66.1 completion percentage, 18 touchdowns, four interceptions. He also ran for seven more uh, with a 5.4 average. Jalen Daniels is a better Anthony Richardson. Jalen Daniels has the running skills. He's not as big and strong as as Anthony Richardson, but he can go and he is dynamic. I'm telling you, Jalen Daniels is going to move up draft boards after this season. Kansas is going to win football games under him. He got hurt last year and they fell apart. He was a good. He is a good. I saw him live here against tech, against Houston. I was like, holy crap! This guy is untackleable. He was fantastic. Jalen Daniels will be the second quarterback taken in next year's NFL
1: draft.
3: I said let him
2: go!
1: I don't like this one because you didn't come up with an insulting nickname for him, like Walmart brand Drew (laughs) Locke. Because I can't (laughs) insult him. Okay. All right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're being very positive. The Drake May thing I'll never get. I watched him play against Miami. I was like, this guy? Against that terrible Miami defense? (laughs) You called him a Walmart Drew Locke. That's so disrespectful.
2: That's how I feel. Okay, Drew Locke, actually, they're totally different guys. Drew Locke has a rifle, he can't complete any passes. That's
1: why I said Walmart brand. There there are differences. No, no, he can't complete any passes. Drew Locke could complete passes in college. Drake May, what was his 67%? Drew Locke could complete passes in college. Drew Locke played in the SEC. Drake May's playing in the crappy ACC. He better play in Georgia State. I'm just saying, you watch him against against the two best teams he played all year last year, terrible. Aver- average to below yeah, average. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Yeah. That's not a good sign. And that's what Drew Locke had to deal with, too. Yeah. When the competition rose, he stunk. And Drake May, come on, guys. What are we doing here? Generational talent. I know he's big, and everyone falls in love with the big, big white guys. Calm down. You better. You better watch yourselves, everyone. When you're drafting Blaine Gabbert across the Drew Lock, you're gonna be like, you know, devil's right. He's um, he's my he's my reverse Will Levis. Jeremy loves himself, loves himself, and an, a Will Levis who went probably where he should have. I hate myself from Drew, Drake May. Yeah. See, I don't get it. I don't get what people see.
2: Well, that's because you're two different people. Jeremy is so uh, positive, and you're so negative. Maybe you do.
1: You have any positivity for somebody? What, besides Caleb Williams? Well, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a name who I think is underrated. Joe Milton. No, Joe Milton's terrible. Cam Ward. Cam Ward, Pen- I like. Michael Penix. Michael Penix. I love him as a, a battler and a warrior, probably over- exceeding what he actually is as a talent. I like I like what Michael Penix did for Washington. Turn that program around. Um, they, they hired a new coach, and Kalen DeBoer from Fresno State, but they got rid of Jimmy Lake in that offense. That offense kind of took off with the Michael Penix. If he could stay healthy, I wonder what he would be as a pro prospect. But he's got knee in, he's had knee injuries. But I like Michael Penix. I like how he plays. I, I like a guy who can elevate a program, and that's what he did last year.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't like a lefty. I'm out. I don't, that's
1: I don't, what, your hate for Tua as
2: well, yeah, right? Well, what about Ty Hill saying he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna have two thousand yards? He was on pace
1: until Tua got hurt. Like if t- yeah, except. Well, two is bound to get hurt again. Well, that's what Tua that, do. That's not on him. I mean, you can, I don't know how you blame anyone for concussions. That's just how. That's what it is. I mean, you get you get smacked. Well, around now like you're that. more likely. Sure. I mean, although we see no proof of that, that's what people say. But they're actually the doctors say there's no proof that he's more likely hey, considering so, the time frame since he had his last one. Like, sure, in the middle of the year when you when you got one, then the next one is more likely. But at, since he, his last one was Christmas Day, and the first time he'll get hit was probably if he even plays in the preseason. Um, but if he doesn't, it'll be, like, early to mid-September. I, doctors have said that that's enough time where they they won't build on each other. The Dolphins have to protect him. They haven't done a great job in the offseason of finding a right tackle. But, um, yeah, if your starter is healthy, I think Ty Hill has a great shot. But that comes with the risk of two and not being healthy.
2: Yeah. 703 um, 780 is the number if you'd like to get in here with us on ESPN 97.5. And ninety two five. You are more than welcome to do that. Uh, eight seven fifty eight. Let's go. Get in here. Come on. What you guys want to talk about? You're more than welcome to do that. We got SEC Media Days, Astros baseball. Dell, did you miss it yesterday? Were you were you sad the Astros didn't get to play? Or you were so tied up with the Rockets summer league that you? I'm, I'm sure.
1: No, I was watching. I was trying to figure out what people saw in the show Love Island. Because apparently that's very popular. There was no sports to watch that I wasn't going to watch for Summer League. I decided to try it. I don't get it. Uh, it's well, a reality show. I get, based on I get Warrior. We watched Warrior last week. Yeah, time. I have to, I'll, I'll, I talked to Michael Carroll about that yesterday. He he has a podcast, comic cast. He does talks about those type of shows. I'm going to watch that over the weekend. Catch up over the weekend. Duh, uh, those type of shows? Yeah, comic book shows. Genre shows where that one is not really a comic book show. But there's like ultra violence and sex in it, which everyone loves. And nudity, so...
2: Yeah, there's not much nudity in it. There's not. a lot of people. It's whew, it's sometimes hard to watch. But what do you mean? Well, there's certain scenes that you're like, oh, do we have to do this? What what, do you, what it, is that? Just, you mean someone dying? No, violence? no. Do we have to do this? Well, there's well there's a, there's a lot of. Of things going on in Okay. That Look, we didn't know were happening in the 1800s. I
1: have some thoughts on shows, not particularly in the 1800s, that I won't voice on the air because I'm not looking for that heat. Yeah. That I'll tell you about off the air. Okay. I don't, that I don't get because, you know, it's about inclusivity and you have to, and you know, you have to represent everyone. But sometimes I'm like, is the ratio correct when we do, <laughs> I know you guys are, are trying to make everyone included, but I feel like it's not, nah, I can't do. I'm, I'm about to get into it. And I can't do it.
2: This this segment is brought to you by Demaris Barbecue Smoked Wings. You ever had them? I have not. I've heard a lot about them. Though. Perfectly smoked, tender, and juicy. Bad boys are going to knock your socks off. If you're looking for a great place to get your smoked wings on, I, I prefer the Greek wings, but the smoked wings, a lot of people, a lot of people love the smoked wings. It doesn't matter. When you're watching games, get to Demaris right there on 18th Street and 610. Let's go. Damaris' Smoked Wings. Take it a break. Don't you go anywhere. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. ESPN
3: 97.5, you've chosen wisely. I have chosen to test this station's destructive power on your home planet of Alderaan.